Hi, everyone. Mitch from PickDogs.com and SportsChatPlace.com here with Chris Ruffalo. It is Friday, July the 8th, 2022. Here with your live show. We're live seven days a week, 365 days a year. Brian Bittler, um, I, don't know what, I don't know what he's doing, but he can't make the show today. We did the premium and the VIP already. So, um, you know, Brian's on that, and then he'll be on the drive-thru tonight, and I will be hosting the drive-thru tonight. Rare. I think it's my first time ever hosting the drive-thru, so. It'll be interesting to see how that goes. But, um, yeah, it's been a pretty crazy couple weeks here in Major League Baseball. It's it's funny, you know, when I read the YouTube comments, a lot of people are saying, oh, you can't, you know, nothing makes sense or whatever. But when you look at the numbers and historically in baseball, it all makes perfect sense. Um, you know, the team with the better record and the better players and the better stats doesn't win every single time or else they wouldn't play the games. And, um, you know, everyone that can play at the professional level, um, just about, you know, throughout, you know, my lifetime, except for, you know, a few backup quarterbacks and, you know, maybe, you know, Chris Kamen or something. It's like you, it's like you rarely see people that, you know, that play on professional teams that, that can't play. Normally it always comes down to the depth. And if you don't need the depth in certain games, well, then it really doesn't, it doesn't matter. But normally, you know, starters are starters and, you know, Guys are in the big leagues um, and, and professional athletes for a reason, and that's they, these guys can play. I mean, there's you know you can go up and down every roster in the majors, and you know, I there's there's not one player that doesn't have the ability to knock it out of the park to dead center. You know, there's not one on any team. Um, that's, that's a hitter, you know, I'm not saying that the pitchers all can do it. And I think to be honest with you, I think most of the pitchers probably could, if they spent the time hitting, because most of those guys hit for the bulk of their, you know, high school and minor league careers. Yeah. <coughs> yeah. I think you said it's like they're, 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 they're professionals for a reason. I mean, there's, we have guys that we rag on and we, we, you know, we, we, uh, we we joke about and, and like to bet against, but at the end of the day, they're they are where they are for a reason. And the, the talent level, it's just you know the human element at play. Yeah, we saw um, we saw Dallas Keiko last night. You know, come out after you know a horrific season he's been having and show. You know, he had a rough start too. Gave up two runs right out of the gate, and then right after that, boy, you know, he was in the seventh inning. He was still in there, and really not allowing anything even to come out of the infield. It wasn't like the Rockies were hitting the ball hard and they were making plays. I mean, he was, he pitched well, you know, that's the best we've seen him pitch in a while. Yeah. For me last night, it was, you know, Bo Brisky definitely stepping up and, you know, five no hit innings against the White Sox. And I don't know if that was more about Brisky, you know, pitching really well, or you know, the White Sox just not being able to catch much of a break. I know there were a ton of hard hit balls that, you know, just were, were, were getting caught. Shots to the warning track that looked like they were going to leave the park, and then they just hung up in that last couple feet. So, but uh, yeah, it was kind of the one that, that got me last night. Yeah, I think you know, the whole idea is just be selective. You know, I see a yeah. lot of these comments of, you know, I lost my 20 team parlay. Well, it's like, you know. <laughs> not going to win those you know you're, you're not going to win them and and when you look at what the payouts are on parlays compared to what the true odds are um you can't win 
you know, over the long haul. And you'll have, I'll, I'm sure there are people who say, I hit my parlays all the time. It's like, no, you don't. <laughs> no, you don't. Picture didn't happen. <laughs> the, yeah, the 20 team parlay. It was like that old hashtag we used to use. Hashtag watched out there. Yeah. Um, anyways, we got a little without Brian here. We got a little more time to go in depth into some of these matchups and games. So let's just look at these. We've got the Reds and the Rays. We've got the Orioles and the Angels and the Mets and the Marlins. Um, you know, who would have thought that you know the Orioles would have the better record than the Angels at this point in the season? And you know, you've got um, you know Lopez and Bassett in in this one at City Field, and then. You know, McClanahan has kind of made a name for himself this season. And Castillo, who, well, he seems to be a tough luck guy. I mean, he pitches well, but um, he always seems to get pushed five pitches too far, right? It's like he's five pitches too far. And if he can get out of the inning with those five pitches, well, then he gets a no decision. And if if he doesn't make the five pitches, he takes a horrific loss, you know, is the way that it seems to work for him. Or he always has, you know, the, the he's got two outs. The routine played it routine played a shortstop and it pulls the first baseman off the bag, gets the next guy up, and, and it all of a sudden becomes a two three run inning when you're supposed to get out with no damage. But uh yeah, I like the Tampa Bay Rays there. I just think that, you know, even McClanahan in a hitter's ballpark, he's been pitching outstanding this season. I think he's my you know, candidate for AL Cy Young. I know it's not a popular opinion for some people, but he's been pitching really, really well. And I think, uh, I just think Castillo, like you said, I think he's going to be overmatched here and it's going to be that one mistake that I think does him in here. So if you want to go Tampa Bay, you can. I might, I'm probably going to push this Tampa Bay on the run line. Um, and I like the over seven and a half between the uh, the Mets and Marlins. You know, these are two pitchers that, you know, are capable of dealing a gem. We've seen it with Lopez multiple times this season in Bassett capable of it as well but you know Lopez the over 6 and 0 his last 6 starts on the road 4 and 0 his last 4 starts overall or sorry the other way around 6 and 0 overall 4 in his last 4 road starts and uh, Bassett 3 0 and 1 to the over in his last 4 starts against a team with a losing record so yeah give me the over in that one I think it's 5-4 Chipper way I like the under in that thing and um, I don't know I, I like the Orioles here against the Angels the Angels are just reeling um, 17 and 23 on the road. The Orioles pretty much the inverse um, at home, 22 and 17. So <clears throat> I like the uh, Orioles. Just you know, I think you get past starting pitching with a lot of these games too. Yeah. And uh, do you, do you, I was gonna say, do you think that Mike Trout and Shohei Otani are gonna be done with this at some point? Like at some point, enough has to be enough for. I Mike Trout to sign that long term deal, but I think Trout's the guy that gets traded if it happens. Did it, did Arod sign the big contract before he got shipped out from from Texas? No, he signed the big contract with Texas. Yeah, okay. So so Trout did the same thing with the Angels. So I'm wondering if someone's going to take that on, kind of like the Yankees took on the Arod contract. Yeah, I mean, um, it was the Rangers that signed Arod to that big deal, and yeah. um, I think there's a pl- there's plenty of teams that would pl- that would pay Trout that money. Yeah. I think he. I think he's getting frustrated. I think it, you know, it's Mike Trout. You know, yeah. it's like you can't really go wrong there. You know, 
Um, anyways, we got the Red Sox and the Yankees. Yankees jumped out to a big lead. Josh Donaldson with the grand slam. And then the Red Sox reeled him in. Just couldn't get all the way there. Um, we've got the Braves and the Nationals. Eric Fetty pitching way above his pay grade, I have to say. And um, we got Gray versus Gray in Texas. <laughs> gray day. Yeah, it sounds like a really bad loss. There's going to be no gray area in that one. But uh, I'm going to go with the under. <laughs> Thank you. I always I always hope for the rim shot. Never know if I'm going to get it. Um, but I'm going to go with the under seven and a half uh, Rangers and uh, and uh, Twins. Uh, whichever gray that you back here, I think they're both just pitching really well. Sonny Gray, a sub two ERA on the road this season. And John Gray, yeah, he has a four plus ERA at home this season, but we've only seen about 19 innings from Gray at home compared to around 60 on the road uh, this season. So you put him back in his pitcher's ballpark, I think it just ends up being a low scoring, maybe a 3 2 kind of game. So I like the under seven and a half there. And uh, I like the I, I like the Yankees here. I don't love that game because it's it's going to be a war. But I just like Nestor Cortez Jr. and his ability to go deep in the games more than I trust Connor Siebold to keep the uh, the Yankees bats at bay here. So uh, give me the give me the New York Yankees now. And maybe it's a bad omen that the dogs are barking in that. <laughs> well, the dogs are barking. That's Sam, of course. Um, he's still recovering from his surgery. He's about a month. Um, about a month in um, at, since the surgery, he still has a horrific limp, but he's going to. Um, he's been going to physical therapy and uh, really had to keep him in a very tight quarters, um, in yeah. a very small fenced-in pen um, inside the house, and um, he's just um, he just um, you know just to keep him from running and jumping and doing all the things that you know he loves to do, just to, you know for his own good. But um, yeah. He'll be fine. It's we knew it would be about a four month recovery, and it certainly like it's going to be all of it. But speaking of recovery, Destro Cortez, I don't like the I don't like the direction that he's going here. Um, I know last time out, just one run allowed against the Guardians, but the Guardians were not hitting. You know, coming into that one, I think the Red Sox tee off on him. I think the Red Sox feel like they let one get away last night, and I think tonight they get to Cortez early. I like the Yerfi there. Um, I know the Nerfie's been red hot. But I will take the Yerfi in that. I like the Nationals with Fede against uh, the Braves, who really pathetic last night. Once again, I loved the team total under last night on the Braves. I mean, um, it was super strong, but I thought it would be closer to like a, a 2 nothing, 3-1 type game that the Braves won. But the team total for the Braves last night was 5.5. It's like... <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Anybody home? <laughs> it's like dumb. It's like, man, it's kind of it an odd one, right? And then in the Gray versus Gray matchup, Sonny Gray is good for allowing about three runs per outing or less. And then John Gray's really found himself here. So it's a good one for me to stay away from. It's funny because this one went from minus 100 to plus 100 for the Rangers, which is, you know. No line movement whatsoever. Just, they changed the plus and the minus. I don't even understand what that is. I've never seen that before. But now I have. It's like when Mr. Burns gets stuck at the store looking at the bottles of ketchup and catsup and trying to make a decision. <laughs> oh, I'm in way over my head here. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's kind of like buying Crest at... For me, you know, it's like there's so many different kinds of crests now. 
can't even figure out what the hell is what anymore. Anyways, what are you selling today, Chris? Well, for me today, I got my uh, my fifteen dollar pickoff play on the board. Pickoff play yesterday. Yeah, like I said, we uh, had the White Sox. Just could not buy any luck in that game, and uh, that's fine. You know, we bounced back today. When we look forward, I'm going to take some some uh, people on the, the winning train here, take their books money, and get people paid with that pickoff play today. My favorite play on the board for 15 bucks, Pick Dogs Premium. I've got my uh, $15 uh, big play. I have one other pick as well. I might add a few others. I've had a really busy morning. That's why we did the show early with Brian today, the premium and the VIP um, I just had a, had a packed day, so I'm probably going to enter a pick or two uncharacteristically late. Um, but I'm not going to have a ton of picks if I even you know have anything else to add. And then, um, but my $15 big play, I've hit my last two. So back to my winning streaks. It's it's been like win three, lose one. You know, it's why it's it's gone for those. So um, you know. Why did you go with the White Sox yesterday? Someone's asking. I don't know. I believe me. I I didn't have the White Sox, but believe me, I I liked them. For me, it was sees ten and zero with a sub two ERA. And yeah, I mean Detroit. They scored. Detroit scored. Um, you know, two runs in that game. In all fairness, and you know the White Sox, even at the end of the game, they had a shot to win it with um, Abreu. Guys at second and third with one out, and you have the the, the the reigning MVP at the plate. So, you know, I don't, I don't know. I don't know how you second guess so, that pick to be the, honest with you, but that's the white, the white Sox just like, it's, it's like you said before, you know, if, if there was any luck they could have had in that game, it was only bad luck. They, they, there were balls that just, they, they slid there. They had the three, three to five hardest hit balls in the game through like six innings and none of them left the infield. And it was just, all bets are straight cash after the games are over. You know? Of course. <laughs> it's like I love the comments. Straight cash lock. Yeah, it was a lock. Yeah, he also had the he also had the Diamondbacks against the Rockies with Melanson. So uh, the thing is, is that um, yeah, I mean, you know, everything's always a lock after the games are over. I, I'm a hundred percent in the games I get to pick after they're done. Um, you know, I had the Rockies yesterday. I, I sweated it out. You know, until I saw Melanson warming up. <laughs> the, the thing that got me is that they, um, they, they wanted to take Melanson out. And then the Cubs, you know, tried to get the, um, to squeeze past the run line there. Um, you know, it's, uh, you know, you have Craig Kimbrell there, you know, throwing balls to the screen. And uh, finally they have to take him out. Yeah, Rodgers has been suspect. There's the other Rodgers that pitched last night for uh, San Diego looked really good last night. Yeah, he's been good since coming over from the Twins. I think he's their, he's their closer now. He was, he, was, he was good on the Twins, like, originally. Yeah. Anyways, let's keep it moving here. $15 big play. Sure to grab it. I like mine today. Got the... Um, White Sox and the Tigers, speak of the devil. Got the Pirates and the Brewers. And Royals against the Guardians. Yeah, speak of the devil and bring it up. I'm going to go with the over eight in that one. For me, Tariq Skubal just definitely in in full-on regression mode. 
after that, you know, strong, stronger start to the year where he hadn't really given up a home run. And uh, Lucas Giolito, well, he's, he's the better pitcher here. It's just a matter of, you know, the White Sox coming through, but I think they come through for him today. And uh, I'm going to take the Cleveland Guardians as well. I just, I'm not about laying any sort of juice on the road with Brady Singer and the Kansas City Royals when the Guardians have won uh, five straight meetings against the Royals. I think the Guardians wake up behind Savali. Savali's had a ton of tough competition, but I think today he gets a bit of a reprieve from that and uh, takes down the Royals. Yeah, the the Tigers have now won five in a row, six of their last seven, but the the deal is the White Sox are still 20 and six against the Tigers in Chicago and um, 37 and 14 in the last 51 overall meetings between those two teams. And of course, the White Sox and left handed pitching, 282 batting average versus lefty, second best in the majors um, behind the Rockies. Um, they hit 40 points better against lefties than they do righties, while Detroit hits. 40 points better against lefties than they do righties, but they're facing a righty today. So it's kind of, you know, a lot of, lot of, lot of juju in that one to overcome. I think, you know, when we look at the Guardians and the Royals, I thought this was one of the more interesting stats from the betting tools today is that in all of the Guardians' last five games, regardless of who the favorite and dog has been, the dog has won all five of those. I'm going to stick with them today. I think they're the better team than the Royals. And, um, you know, I I like, um, I kind of like the Pirates here, but man, do the Brewers own them nine in a row against the Pirates following a loss of any kind. So... I, don't know. I, just, I couldn't get on board with laying minus 225 with Aaron Ashby, but that was just me. Kiss my Ashby on 225. <laughs> kiss my. We got Kiss My Ashcroft and Kiss My Ashby. <laughs> we got Zach Wheeler and Adam Wainwright as the Cardinals take on the Phillies. We got the Diamondbacks and the Rockies, the rematch of last night. Really good game. I'm telling you, I had the Rockies as my big play, and it was a good game, you know, for the fans. You know, it was. And then we've got the A's against the Astros. Jose Erquidi on the mound. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Astros there on the run line. I, you know, Jose Erquidi has been uh, a lot worse on the road this season. The ERA up over five. But the problem is for the Oakland A's, they continue to struggle at home. 10 and 30 at home this season. 11 and 29 on the run line and the Houston Astros just keep finding ways to gut out wins. This is, you know, just another one of those hot stretches that, you know, the Astros tend to go on a couple times a year. And I think they, uh, they get a, a win on the run line here. Paul Blackburn going for the, uh, the A's. He's just been a better pitcher on the road than he has been at home. So give me the Astros minus one and a half there. And I'm going to go with the under eight and a half, uh, Rockies, Diamondbacks, Chad Cool, and Zach Gallon. Feels like a pitcher's duel to me, especially at Chase Field. I think this was going to be a pitcher's duel if it was at Coors. So putting it in a better ballpark for me still stays under eight and a half. Give me the under in that one. I like the Cardinals here against the Phillies. Um, Adam Wainwright, veteran pitcher. Last time we saw him against the Phillies, not such a happy ending. He's, you know, those veterans, they always get the revenge. You know, that's the difference between them and the young guys. Um, I like that under as well with Gallon and Cool. Gallon. Tough out. Chad Cool, the only guy I've ever seen whose numbers got better when he went to Colorado. Go to uh, San Diego where Blake Snell's numbers do not get better, but yet he's a minus 158 favorite here against Sam Long. 
got the Mariners against the Blue Jays, where the wheels are officially off the cart now, 20-21 and 21 on the road for the Blue Jays, just six games over 500, while the Mariners have slid all the way back to 500 now. Um, they're, they're back in it, 8-2 um, and two in their last 10 for the red-hot Seattle Mariners. And then, well, like I said, the Cubs tried to backdoor the run line last night, did not get it, um, struck out on a pitch dead down the middle of the plate. Um, I don't know. If you strike out looking on a pitch down the middle of the plate, I don't know how you even walk back to the dugout, to be honest, as a major leaguer. Uh, I'm trying, I don't know if that's worse or the or the the swing for Jose Abreu that was like two feet above the zone last night in that ninth inning, but uh, I don't know. But I'm, I'm going to go with the San Diego or sorry, the uh, San Francisco Giants over the San Diego Padres. The Padres now 0 and 8 as a team in Snell starts this season, and you know the Giants one of their you know least effective options is the bullpen. But when they have a bullpen game, especially in the last you know few weeks. The Giants have been doing pretty well in those bullpen games. I think it's just a spot where, you know, the Giants finally wake up offensively, get to Snell, mainly because just Snell hasn't been able to catch a break this season. He pitched well against the Dodgers, and uh, Padres still found a way to lose that game 5-1. to one. So give me the Giants in that one. I'm going to take the – speaking of the Dodgers, I'm going to take the under 8.5 between the Dodgers and Cubs. Keegan Thompson, you know, he continues to be the best option for the Chicago Cubs this season. Pitching really well, and Tyler Anderson, I just don't know if I'm ready to lay this sort of juice with him. I think he does have a solid uh, solid outing against the Cubs. But I, I see this game as a first to three, maybe first to four wins kind of game, so give me the under in that one. Yeah, I'm going with the Mariners here against the Blue Jays. I think fading the Blue Jays on the road just seems to be the play these days. Um, also, like the Giants here, that was a hell of a game last night. Um, a game that they very well could have won. They rallied late in um, you know typical Giants fashion. Kind of the Giants will lull you to sleep trailing by a run, and then it's like they come back and you know they tie games. It happens seems to happen all the time in their games. But uh, I'm gonna take the uh, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the Giants in that one. Any parlays for today? Yeah, I'm gonna go with the uh, the Houston Astros on the run line. Yeah, the Cleveland Guardians on the money line and the under eight and a half, Colorado, Arizona. I'm going to go with the uh, under in Colorado, Arizona. I'm going to go with the under in Texas, Minnesota. And I'll go with the under Atlanta, Washington. Under, under, under. Thanks, everyone, for joining us. We appreciate each and every one of you. Uh, I'll be hosting the drive-thru tonight at uh, 6 p.m. Eastern time. So uh, I've never done that before, so it'll be interesting to see how it goes. Make it a winning day.